0: Welcome to the Good Ish People podcast. Wow, that sounds so good to say. I'm Jackie Pruitt. And I'm Hannah Jones, your resident woo girl. Let's go. <laughs> you guys, we are so excited we to, to be say back. have to do my bit. What? I have to do my bit. This is a podcast where we have conversations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> we're a little out of practice, okay? Okay, go for it, Jackie. Okay. Three, two,
0: one action this is a podcast where we have some conversations that are sometimes hard oh ow that sucks sometimes funny oh so funny sometimes oh no hard funny sad but all the while we're just trying to be good people but let's be real we're always just good ish emphasis on the ish y'all yeah we love that ish we really do uh join us you guys
1: Today, in 2024, the year of our Lord, as we laugh, cry, and snort our way through our lives most pervasive and relatable conversations, which this week is going to be our March resolutions. Oh my
0: gosh, y'all. Normalize, making the year start in March. Why does it feel like it should be December? Genuinely. I feel like January, we were
1: kind of talking about this with Ned before, but like, I feel like January and even February feel like the dump months after the end of the year where like everything, like the, the sewage is like flowing down through the end of the year and you got to yeah. deal with it on the other side as an adult. And I don't know
0: if, if that, if you relate to that visual, then you get it. If you don't, I apologize for that visual, but it's time to take a bath. It's time to wash away all the shit that's stinking. It's time to get yep. clean. Scrub a dub, dub. We've dealt with
1: it. We've plunged. We've come to conquer and rise above. And here we are in March, the first year of the month, the year ready of to have some, ready to have some resolution conversations. As you guys know, mm-hmm. we are out here just navigating adulthood to the best of our ability, uh, and that's what we've been trying to do in January and February. And we've had a lot of different and difference and changes in the last couple months. We'll get into later, but that's kind of what the best of our ability looked like the past two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, And as you guys know, there's also typically going to be some sort of coping mechanism along the way, Uh, typically wine, coffee, desserts, burritos, pizza, Oh my God,
0: we're still in the the intro.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I really like ad-libbed it.
0: (laughs) They shall know the intro by the burritos. (laughs) Oh, that was really funny. I Um, didn't realize we were still in it. Yeah, and surprisingly, there has been no vices tonight. We're just drinking water. I know. Good for us. I'm trying to, yeah, decompress from alcohol.
1: <laughs> I was Tell using me, alcohol. February, you
0: guys. <laughs> I know, dude. I was using alcohol to decompress. And then I was like, probably should have a break from alcohol. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, I'll be it's back all at seasonal, it tomorrow. I'm sure. Right? Yeah, just seasonal, seasonal. Take it day by day, really. That's right. Day by day by day. I genuinely feel like I am a year older. Wiser? Not sure. Do I look a year older? Probably so.
1: You know, I think the wisdom of age is understanding that age does not equate to wisdom.
0: Oh. Right here. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah Jones, baby, giving us the wise wisdom. The wise wisdom of the month, which this month is not March, but we're almost there. That's weekend. why we did March Resolutions because it's our first episode back. Yes.
1: Yeah, so this is, we're recording in on February 21st, uh, a Wednesday. Yeah. And we are really just prepping to make sure we start next month strong. But to be honest, the goal of this is to share with you guys what's most important for our next year. We want you to, to know what's on our minds for the coming, well, 10 months. And, oh my gosh. Wow. Um, and then yeah. also to just kind of do a little bit of debriefing of last year and what we learned and why that led us to where we are. So mm-hmm. that's really the goal of today. And as you know, we're doing this so that hopefully you can listen and be encouraged to do the same with the people in your life. I'm sure you already did that in January. So sorry that we're late to the party. Uh, but you know what? <clears throat> There's no harm in redoing that every two months. So you might as well just run it right back.
0: <laughs> better late than ever. That's what I always say. And better <laughs> twice than once. <laughs> Depending on what it is. Who needs to <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep yep that is definitely not a blanket yeah. statement <laughs> no but yeah it was worth a shot what you, know, a you know if
1: you say like a short phrase and you deliver it a certain way with a certain amount of conviction and enough pause people will just think it sounds really powerful
0: i have to toot
1: yeah i pastors <sighs> employ that a lot and if you really think about what they say i'm like bro that has absolutely no meaning to it and sometimes it does but you know
0: the Lizard King has asked you to enter the spaceship. Come now. <laughs> Mother God has asked. That, that's definitely you what they're that. saying in the pulpit. Oh, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. And that's not what I'm saying here Maybe the Lizard churches where they talk about the Lizard people. That, that's what came to mind because I watched this insane documentary. <gasps> Ooh. Cold documentary. This is what came to mind. That's yes. why I mentioned the Lizard King. This is not a Lizard King situation. I just somehow used Lizard King. Oh, I digress. This woman who thought she was god she was mother god and she had these people follow her and the aliens were calling i'm really butchering it if you've seen mother god recently it's been a few months for me and i'm a little i'm a little uh rusty on all my facts but she was like the aliens are gonna come and pick us up also robin williams is with the aliens (laughs) also i am also robin williams
1: those, those aliens are so lucky to be with Robin Williams. I mean. As we can no longer be with him. <sighs> what a guy. Do you I'm think nervous. it was his performance in Flubber that made the aliens interested? They're like, this guy's good with green. so oh, definitely. So And like weird substances so that he should come join us in our slimy caves. 100%. That's what I envision when I think of aliens. Even though I, I, am- I know that that's
0: uh, probably 100% wrong. They're
1: probably just like other humans living on other planets.
0: <laughs> I imagine she drew her inspiration maybe from flubber it's possible Can like i need that? you to watch it's it. a mixture of mrs doubtfire good morning vietnam goodwill hunting and flubber <laughs> I need you to watch this documentary. Like, I sincerely think of all the documentaries we have seen together and we've seen some pretty shitty ones. Oh, they're worse. We always pick the worst documentaries. Why do we? Like, they're so intriguing. Like, I, how, do, you, do you know, like, if you think about it, right, the worst documentaries have, like, the best promos. Like, Because what they're doing is they're taking the best scenes and they're stringing them together to think yes. it's a big deal when really it's not. And you're like, oh, my God, I have to know more about Lizard King or whatever, whatever it is.
1: Or that guy wasn't his name, Larry, that the dad of the girls at. um, Oh my God, Yes. Yes. That one was. The concept is cool. Like, not cool. Sorry. That's the wrong word. The concept was very interesting. And Mm. I think the psychology behind it, very interesting and sad. But it's way too long. I think some documentaries need to be an hour. Like, you don't need maybe two hours. You do not need 10 episodes. You're running over the same things, you're using the Mm -hmm. same visual imageries, the same. Video clips, and it gets old.
0: There was this one documentary Hannah, I watched. I, I can't tell you which one it was. It was not the Sarah Lawrence one. The where high school hallway. Genuinely, there was a shot, a stock. This wasn't even of the high school. It was like stock video of this high school and they showed it i kid you not it's like okay okay show it once every 30 minutes with commercial breaks like i have time to forget <laughs> don't show me once every 15 seconds because i remember <laughs> this song video okay oh, yeah. did
1: i did i tell you i thought i saw the girl that was that did that documentary in new york <laughs> no i totally didn't you. but it was a weird thing it was very jarring oh. to be like oh The girl from that weird documentary. Uh, My gosh, it 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 could have been her, but like, also, I I highly doubt it. What are the odds? I'm gonna pass her. And I think it was when we were coming out of the subway station around Times Square to go to our show. Which, like, Hmm. why would she be hanging out in Times Square? But then again, why would I be hanging out in Times Square? You know, (laughs) you never know. Why do any of us do anything? Why are Jackie and I sitting here right now? Why are we doing our resolutions in March? Why? I don't know
0: well really quick why why this this thought's gonna bother me if i don't say it really quick really quick go i did actually see someone from a documentary at a restaurant in atlanta that's a good documentary too nexium yeah i saw one of the girls from nexium who was one of the main um gosh her name her name is leaving me right now shoot i saw her though and i looked it up after when i got home i was at korean barbecue and then I came home and I was like Ned, that was the lady. He's like, I don't know. I was like, it was. And I pulled up a picture. Turns out she lives in Atlanta. What are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, Keith Ranieri could never hack it down here. His <sighs> his
1: like knee pads would get too wet with sweat. It's too hot. It's too hot so for she him. She escaped him
0: because no, he's he just. Bars. He what is. a crazy ass man! If if anyone's, ugh, honestly, I gotta be That's honest. Terrible kind of I mean, a though. wonderful documentary. Terrible. Uh, what happened?
1: Yeah, it's horrific, and it's horrifically impressive and terrifying that he was able to manipulate people that were very smart. Like Those people were very intelligent, very driven. It wasn't like they were easily manipulated individuals. No, so brilliant I think people. About his, he must be very intelligent because he had oh, to yeah. be able to. But then also you watch that footage of him in that stupid volleyball gym. Okay, I hair. was a volleyball player, so it is especially offensive to me, but – How I cannot imagine a man in like the knee pads I wore when I was in middle school and a sweat headband and like cargo shorts preaching his business philosophies and life philosophies to me in a church gym. Like, Mm -hmm. I just can't. But those people are all brilliant. So I don't know. He must have hooked them in some way or another. That's why I think that documentary is so fascinating because it doesn't make sense how Mm -hmm. people that intelligent were able to be duped by this man.
0: I know which is terrifying with you, know? you it's astonishing head
1: swivel could happen to anyone
0: oh i know like people especially someone i think like he had like a really high iq too and he was just like insanely manipulative like yeah and people crazy.
1: like i don't know i i catch myself sometimes thinking that people are just trusting people too much, not necessarily trusting mm. them with my life, but in the small things, like trusting that when they're telling me about their day at work, that mm. they're telling me, you know, what actually happened, because that's what I would do. Even if I like sure. forgot things or mentioned it in the wrong order or whatever, like I'm, I, my goal is to just portray accurately how my day mm. went. But there are people out there that are just messing with us all the time and just <sighs> even the little details they're playing with. And that is always an interesting thing for me to think about because it's very foreign to me.
0: Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, yeah. I don't know how we got on the topic of documentaries. You guys, but... we haven't
1: done this in a while, so I hope you're enjoying We're us rusty. just like going down rants. But yeah, documentaries. We went on some bad. We saw some bad ones in 2023. Yeah, yeah, and maybe other years. But hmm. but here we are. Uh, we'll we'll have another one soon. I'm sure. Oh, definitely. So we'll keep you guys posted on that. Yes. I guess so. We haven't done our. Our goods and our issues. I know. Since last year. So it's going to be an interesting thing. How do you feel about when we're doing our kind of debriefing of last year, if we kind of mold that into our goods and issues? I'm cool and then with we go that. Into our Resolutions. I'm great with that. That's okay. great. Okay.
0: Okay. Hmm.
1: Okay. Hmm. Uh, okay. We should probably start with the issues just so, you know, knock the shit out of the way. Yeah, yeah the good exactly. stuff. Exactly. Um, I can get started. We can maybe ping pong and not have to have them all ready right away. Okay. But my first ish that comes to my mind is from last year. Mm. I, When I think back on last year, I had a year full of trying to figure out – especially with my career and in some other ways um, and and really just asking big questions, whether that be in my career, what I believe and and what I believe about anything, like what I believe about myself, what I believe mm-hmm. about the world, what I believe about others. That I will talk about later and how I think that was a victory. But in whole, there was a lot of just blah feelings and mm-hmm. hard times and depression and not good experiences that I think I maybe dwelled in for too long. I don't want to be too hard on myself, but it definitely was an ish of last year is that in the midst of trying to move through, the moving through process was not very easy or very pretty. Mm -hmm. And I know because of it, there's a lot of things I didn't do well in my life and I didn't have the capacity to be everything I wanted to be to people and was maybe a little bit selfish at times, which, you know, it it's going to happen. I'm not trying to beat myself up, but there are definitely things I could have done better in the midst of trying to move through mm. than
0: I did. So that's the first thing that comes mm-hmm. to mind. Very introspective and very like, you're one strong badass lady and like you went through a lot last year and you are like, You're already so wise, but I feel like you're coming out on the other side that much more refined and strong and like... It make me cry. Thanks, oh, well, Jackie. I believe it because <laughs> I've seen Thank it right in front of my eyes, Aww. and I know I'm like, how can Hannah get any more beautiful? And you just keep getting more beautiful. Stop
1: it! I so. about you, and I mean that. I'm not just saying it because I it's beautiful. I
0: mean I it. <laughs> oh, my heart is so full with love. Oh, we're making little hearts. Blurb, blurb, blurb. <laughs> but no, that's that's great, and I think I think one really awesome thing about last year is I just really pre- appreciated being able to be a witness to you asking those questions because I think it allowed me to have the space to ask similar questions of myself and of like what I, what do I actually think about certain things and allowed for me to be a little bit more introspective with I think like several facets of my life and I'm like hmm what what do I think about that and then I think I also kind of watching your journey Reassured me in the fact that like I can take my time in answering those questions. Like yeah. nobody, like I can put the pressure on myself to feel that I need to answer those. But you know, um nobody should be expecting me to answer. And and if they are, then like they don't need to be with me on this journey. <laughs> You're going <good. laughs> had a little burp. Um,
1: <laughs> perfect timing. Comedic timing. Yes. Perfect timing. Uh, <laughs> I completely agree with that sentiment. I think that was, all, I mean, we can just throw our high, our, our goods and our issues all in a pot together. So yeah, one of my so goods is related. Good yeah, one of my goods is related to this. So I'll say it is: I have my whole life thought on the <clears throat> the thought plane of everything is black and white. You always have to know where you fall. You have to know what you think all the time. And if you don't, you're not coming to life prepared or you Mm -hmm. don't have any conviction or you don't have blank. And I understand that way of looking at the world and I don't by any means think that's wrong. Mm -hmm. So I want to put that out there. But for me, it was extremely repressing and I had never allowed myself space to step back for long enough to figure out really where I fall instead of just defending something that I decided years ago. And this is about like life broadly, like everything in the world, you know, every decision you make every day. I had been thinking through a certain, um, a a certain looking glass and that was a fine looking glass, but it was not one that I had tested and tried in my own life. And in my own time, it was passed down to me and with love and care, but even still, I'm an individual. And so I was, I think my good from last year is that I, finally after years of a lot of internal turmoil and internal questioning that i wasn't ready to face was able to kind of draw it out into the open and like you said allow myself space to say today i don't know what i think about a lot of stuff and even if i were to know today i know because i don't know today that there's a chance i may not know in the future or that my opinions and thoughts about things can shift and change and that that's not bad that's actually good because it means that i'm constantly thinking about things with an open mind and challenging the way that I view the world, view other people, think about how I can love people better, how people can know and love me better and you know how I can exist in a community and provide value. All of that I think should I have learned from this past year should often be open for you to learn how to continue to Adjust, shift, change, and be. Yeah. This is such a, a silly, like self help phrase, but I actually really do believe it now. Like, how to be open to be yourself and to figure out who you are on any given day, because honestly, nobody else is living in your head or your body. So, if yeah. you're not being true to that, and I don't mean to like follow every whim that I have, but mm-hmm. to listen and to give myself space, I think is way more important than I had ever given it credit for. It. And I was able to actually like, kind of accomplish that last year. And now, this year, I feel when I think about some of the things that used to cause me so much anxiety that were just pending questions in my head and in, in my life, they don't give me that much anxiety anymore because I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. the unknown, like
0: in a way that I never have been. So, yeah, that's really cool. I think that that's an encouragement for me. And I think probably a lot, a lot of people, like, you know, witnessing that and, you know, it's, it's encouraging. It's like, okay, well I can give myself then the space to ask those questions. And, you know, I think something that stood out to me that you said is like, it it is really easy. I think when you're growing up to adopt like the values of your family or to adopt certain things, right. It's black and white. There are certain things in my life that I've been very black and white about. And now I'm definitely more in a gray area, but I'm much more comfortable in that gray area because that's where I've had the space to learn and grow and become more of who I was meant to be. Mm -hmm. I found that, and this is not the case. You said this too, right? It's not the case for every person, right? There could be things that are black and white that you're like, no, right and wrong. Boom. Like no question about it. Obviously there's going to be things like that, that, you know, I have to, but also, you know, it's, it's a lot. I was a lot more restricted when I felt like I had to be in the black or in the white, like, to not to respect other people because I want to respect you know other people's opinions but like but that shouldn't have to jeopardize what I think yeah what I believe like I think that that is that's like a delicate balance
1: yeah I think too like hitting on that respect point one thing that I Feel is so true about respect is that if somebody respects you, they will care to ask and listen before mm-hmm. jumping to a judgment, and that's way easier said than done. And it is not easy for me because I am a passionate person, and if I feel a way about something, it's very hard for me to sit back and listen to people that I disagree with without like feeling something inside. So yeah. I have to work really hard at that too, to be completely honest. But that is what respect is, and so I think that that energy of of what I also used to feel of I want to be I love these people who see things this way, and I respect them. So that must be the right thing. And I think you're right. That's what every kid grows up into. It's not unique to me, or you, or anyone. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that kids are raised and reared. You um, absorb and mirror your environment uh, until, hopefully, one day you start to um, you start to think about that on your mm-hmm. own and be really thoughtful about your life. And I don't know if you relate to this, but um, I kind of was able to, and asking questions, uncover what are my actual values that Mm -hmm. I care about most that I can fall back on to say, you know, I may not feel that this is black or white, but I know that my ability to like love and support other people is always my goal. So in this situation, how can I find a way to do that? Um, And, you know, certain other values that I may have, but uh, I think that that's just a really good practice as an adult that mm-hmm. I think a lot of adults do in a lot of different environments and a lot of different spaces. But w- what's driving you and how can you filter everything in life through that?
0: Yeah, I know. Ugh. It's a lot to think about, but it is, yeah. it is comforting to be like, okay, well, I can, if I really care about you know, uplifting people or supporting people in certain situations that I've had an experience with, it's like, well, I can definitely bring that to the table in a situation where I might not most, I might not feel the most confident or, you know, I don't have as much experience with something. Okay. Well then I know what I can bring to the table and that might look different. And I I try to think the same for other people too. Yeah. But you know, it's like, I want to give people the benefit of the doubt as well. And I'm kind of tangenting, but it's like, okay, but not where that compromises my boundaries. Mhm. That's yeah, been talk something more about that's, that
1: cuz I feel like that was a big thing for you last year.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's kind of been a thing going into 2024 too as well of just kind of feeling like I want to give people the benefit of the doubt and like I really really want um to like think the absolute be- like try my best to be like hey this person actually their intentions I'm sure were fine like they don't have to be great like they weren't bad like to me but that was like my own de- detriment yeah, like, yeah. I gave it yeah much time and then I got burned at the end of the day you know went too close to the stove got burned. um, <laughs> touched it ow my hand hurts now it's like well I Ouch. knew that it was a hot stove I was just really hoping that the intention of the hot stove was to make me some yummy yummy, yummy mac and cheese right that's always what a stove
1: should be for always always especially if it gets like a little congealed right
0: oh god I love I love congealed mac and cheese I love I'm just that person with food where I'm like I just it's got to be the consistency for me know yourself know thyself (sighs) I love know thyself and to thyself thyself be true (laughs) what'd you say and to thyself be true (laughs) yes mac and cheese the best um but i uh, lost my train of thought there yeah you were talking about how
1: um last year or and even the beginning of this year you've been really trying to give people the benefit of the doubt and then you've you know found yourself getting burned occasionally so trying yeah. to figure that navigate that
0: yeah and that's been um uh, it's been a challenge and i think that i've definitely grown more because i'm like okay well i like shouldn't have had not even that i had expectations of someone but i'm just kind of like Oh, like I gave you too many chances. (laughs) Like that sounds horrible. But you know, I always want to be like hope that someone has a good intention. But it's like wait, actually, you're really harming. You're really trying to harm. Like what's I don't know the best way to put this, but like you are trying to harm harm me. Like not physically, but like there's something I don't know if you're aware of it. I think you probably are, but this is not okay. And so you know it's like great that's always fun to deal with but at the end of the day it's like okay well I kind of have to just check out from that situation and just disassociate and just be like you can do whatever you want to do you know um but I can remove myself from that situation like I'm an adult like I don't have to be in this situation so I think that that's also something I have to remember it's like oh I don't have to like put up with this forever like I can say no, like I can have my boundaries and I think I'm finding my, like I've always had a really strong voice. I've sort of a loud person. I'm passionate. I'm not going to hesitate to speak up when I need to speak up, but I'm finding my voice when it comes to, um, like stretching my boundaries or anything like that. You know, it's like, i I don't have to stretch my boundaries for somebody else if I don't want to, like I can tell you no and it'd be okay, and like I can mm-hmm. sleep at night like i'm Ooh. I'm like becoming so much more of that person, and i I absolutely love it,
1: yes, you should be so proud of that that is Thank so you. hard to do, and I feel like I learned so much by watching you do that, and I'm so proud of you because mm-hmm. I know we we did one of our very first episodes on people pleasing, and that is directly saying, nope, I'm not going to please you at the cost of myself, uh, if it's not worth it. And oftentimes, you know, a lot of the things we spin our wheels over are not worth it. Sometimes they are, but like for you to be able to say, no, I'm not, uh, I'm not compromising myself Mm -hmm. to make you happy or to meet your, you know, checked boxes is so impressive and I'm so proud and I really do aspire and And hope to get better at that because, you know, it's it's a very confident and secure, like a very secure Mm -hmm. attachment thing to do.
0: Dude, I appreciate it a ton. And I think a lot of that has not necessarily been me proactively like practicing anything or trying to make that a priority. It's I became physically and emotionally so exhausted and tired by this. I didn't even have a choice. (laughs) And now it's so much easier for me to make to have those boundaries and make those decisions and say, "Oh, this is where I draw the line because, like, I don't like it." It's painful to give the effort, and like, I'm not giving it anymore, and that is a okay. Cool beans, man. Dude. Good stuff on you, bro. Like, that's that's where that's where I'm at, and it's been a, a wonderful thing. I had to be pushed to a really hard, not comfortable place that I'm still in, and go fuck it. Like, I I'm gonna no. I'm not doing that. I freaking love that
1: because it goes back. I, I keep thinking about, and this may be like my um, mantra for, God, I feel like I've been so stupidly like eh, spiritual this this talk, but my mantra <laughs> no. for next year, um, I just want you guys to know that I acknowledge that I sound ridiculous, but oh my, my like my tagline or something for next year to be that idea of like nobody else is living in my head or in my body. Mm. And that is something like nobody else knows what boundaries I need to have to protect myself and they're thinking about themselves and what they need. And that doesn't make people selfish all the time. It just means you're living in your head and you're living in your body. And if you don't step out and decide to draw lines to protect yourself – nobody else knows where to draw those lines. No. I mean, there are common ones that, you know, you should have the common decency for every human. Yeah. And we all know when we cross those lines or you should, but there's also times where it's like, you have to, if you don't advocate for yourself in any way, then nobody else is going to, even those mm-hmm. that love you, because they're not living in your head and they mm. don't fully understand every thought and every visceral reaction you have to the world and to life around you. Like that is only something that you uniquely experience.
0: Yeah. And if you don't
1: protect that, then it won't be protected. So I know I'm really, really, really proud of you for that. And I, I am really afraid to get better at that. I think I'm slowly getting there, but just people uh, making people disappointed is one of my biggest fears in the world. But I understand that in order to allow space for them to potentially be disappointed in you, mm-hmm. you have to be very secure in yourself and know that if they're disappointed, that has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Yeah. If you're making the right decision. Of course, there are cases where that could be, you know, I, you know you're know, you making a bad decision or you're um, drawing lines that are, you know, too far uh, and you're not being loving. But in most cases, it's going to be on other people if they choose to be
0: upset. Yeah. Yeah, and it is. And I've, I've found that there have been people that have respected me more, watching me draw boundaries who I didn't think would respect me more by doing that. And not that I'm like looking for people, I'm looking for that respect, but it's just, it came a little more naturally because it's like, they were like, oh, like, you're not messing around. it's I love so. That. When I think respect
1: is something that you don't, you may not be like proactively trying to gain respect per se, but it's definitely a telling sign of actions bearing fruit to see if that's building Mm -hmm. around you and that you're growing and that you're sharpening yourself and getting better. I think that that's like the number one sign. How are people responding to you? And that's huge. You freaking (sighs) rock. You had a great year.
0: you. You rock. Even, even though it's hard year. and you got pushed to a very, <laughs> oh, dude, I'm spot. like, <laughs> to do it. I need to not be pushed anymore, please. Like, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Oh man, I know it's it's rough. I kind of feel it like It's
1: rough. Yeah, uh, it's yeah Life. getting pushed is not easy. But I think that's another thing that was maybe a good slash ish. It's going to be a good ish from last year. Uh, is that I feel as though especially with like being in the corporate world and trying to find my place and new friend groups and new situations and all this stuff. I've really been just like in environments I'm not comfortable in. And pushed out of my comfort zone, and not known what value I bring to the table in those environments, and that's like throwing yourselves to the wolves to say you better figure out if you have value, or else you are going to get eaten alive. And so it's been really useful, though I will say the reason I think it's a good slash ish is that it has allowed me or forced me into situations where I've had to like grow thicker skin and grow more confidence, even though if it's it's fake confidence, maybe at first
0: it has eventually grown into some sort of.
1: And sounds like, some, it's like areas.
0: self-affirmations, going like, yeah, I can go in and do that, even if I don't feel confident to do it, then I'll do it. I'm like, oh yeah, that wasn't like so bad. But I completely agree with you. Um, I echo that sentiment by saying it's it's challenging to go into a situation as an adult. I mean, any type of change still like just socially or you know, politics in the office or even just like life like meeting new people and like coming into new friend groups or you know just change in general it's really easy to be like well wait where do I fit in this like it's like going to the lunchroom at school like your first day and you're like well where do I sit it's like that same feeling it's such a hard feeling it really is that's a great analogy you're like damn which choice do I make you know do I sit here do I sit there is that gonna impact like the next year of my life six months of my life it's like a small bit of that
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree and I've even felt that I don't know about you but uh, along the lines of trying to like (laughs) find where I land and how I feel about things I feel a lot more steady now like I said so when I enter back into environments where um we're no longer on the same page, or maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's just they don't know me as I am today. I'm feeling that same feeling of how do I fit at this lunch table anymore? Because people have a hard time learning about you now if they knew about you before. And that's just Mm -hmm. natural. I mean, I'm sure I have a very hard time doing that with other people as well. But that has been a, a strange experience for me, too, to return to environments with people I've known and loved for a long time, and it has nothing to do with them and ev- everything to do with just getting older and having new experiences and expanding and our lives. They're, they probably feel the same way, too, bringing in yeah. all these these new experiences and then trying to figure out where you fit.
0: I know. It's like, it, it's a little bit intimidating, you know? Yeah and And also, I completely agree with you. It's like when you see people who have had who've known you've known somebody for forever or you know you're seeing someone that you were friends with in college or in high school or something of that sort, and then it kind of comes down to wait like I remember like this is this situation happened with them, or I know that they're this way or something like I have a preconceived kind of notion in my mind about that person. And kind of like a judgment where I'm like, oh, well, I like associate them with that, or they're this, and it's like, well, that's not fair at all. They're they're learning, they're growing, but but I think the hard part too is like when that doesn't fit in my life anymore. Yeah, that's the hard part because it's like, and somehow it's it's hard. It's really really hard. Totally different like planes, different different playing fields now. Yeah.
1: And I completely agree. And something I experience I don't know if you do too, is there's this pressure or almost this temptation that I give into sometimes to just pretend I'm the same way I used to be so that I don't Mm. ruffle feathers and I don't have to put in too much effort to like, you know, bring them up to speed when they probably won't, you know, be comfortable or whatever. Not that it makes me sound like I'm living some crazy life. I'm really not, but I just- live in the city. I'm, you know, I, I have a more diverse group of friends these days. Like my world is just a little bit different. So when I go back, it's like, is it worth it? to try to bring people in. And the reality is like, yeah, it should be, but there's a real temptation to just be like, oh yeah, uh, hum, hum, ho, everything's the same. And it's not, but yeah, um, I don't know. I still don't really know what to do with that Those situation. So like, is it is worth tough. it to like, if people are not really asking to update them on
0: who, like on ways you've changed? I've found that it's become, you know, and that could have been, um, a rhetorical question like I don't know if I no, was really that. asking I'm really um, asking you know I think that it um oh shoot it just flew out of my head damn it
1: okay the, damn it Jackie the question I was asking was, is Is yes, this so today. yeah I was just asking like is it worth it or, or oh, right yes, to yes, yes, yes. always have to catch people up when they're not asking mm-hmm. about who you are now yeah. just so that like they're understanding yeah. you
0: Is is that even worth it? I think it becomes worth it when it becomes when it becomes um what word am I looking for when it's like when there's like a something inside of you that's like I'm uncomfortable if I don't if I if I can't just be myself like okay I went for months and months like I have an example of someone in my life who I was like ho hum like it's fine for me to just like be who I was right. But then we would have conversations where it would be something that I strongly disagreed with or it was something where, like, I just couldn't – I couldn't, like, keep quiet. I couldn't keep quiet about something. And I – at that point, I was like, that's when it's worth it to me. Okay. I like, think it's great advice. Before that, I was like, ah, no, not worth it, right? Unless it was something that compromised what, what I what – I, my values, what I really felt. Mm-hmm. And what it was really – you know, which I know you would do the same and you've done the same. Well, yes and no. One of my biggest
1: fears is, or one of the hardest environments for me really is that environment where like people, and, and, and here's why I think it's hard for me. Like these people that I'm hanging out with that have that knew me from childhood or whatever, not all of them, but you know, if I'm in a situation like this, <clears throat> what's hard is that I know they love that version of me. And the fear is, will they love the new version of me? Mm-hmm. Are they even receptive? And I don't even think I'm that different, but there's some things that I know a lot of people I grew up with would have, you know, be like, me, 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 about, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm wrong, but that's my fear that they would respond like that. And then they would judge me and no longer love me. And mm-hmm. I think that is the driver for me often to just like play the part and go through the emotions, even though i here in my March resolutions or that I'm ashamed of how, who I am. And it's actually the opposite, especially after having walked through last year of like that on the way journey. Mm -hmm. I really am like, I feel probably more confident and relaxed about how I feel about life in general than I ever have. And I am not ashamed, but I also am very afraid of that rejection and Mm -hmm. it's really, really hard for me. And so it keeps me from from sharing things I think are like not even big things, but I'm afraid they would be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, I want to work on that this year. I know we're not mm-hmm. into our next things, but I, I guess we can just have this a free-flowing conversation. I'm here cool we with are. that,
0: man. Here we, here we are. are. Yeah.
1: So you know, one of my resolutions for next year is to get better at exactly the example you gave of how you would carry yourself. Is like, if it reaches a point where you feel as though, they're assuming that you agree with them about something that you no longer do. And the reality is I have like nodded along with things. I've I've said things before, if it's really something I disagree with, like that's not, if it's really, really a problem with me, then I'll speak up for sure. But on the smaller things, I'm too afraid. So I want to work on just standing my ground, but not like that. I just want to work on like casually being honest about things without making it a big deal. Because I think conversations about the way you view the world and what you're thinking and how you Mm -hmm. spend your days and all that stuff used to be so serious uh, in my life. And there was always like a, let's come together and do like a serious conversation. And if things have changed, it's a serious conversation and that's okay. But I think that's always been really intimidating for my personality. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work for my personality and I need to practice Slipping things in nonchalantly, and if people want to make it a big deal, they can do whatever they want. That's on them. Yeah, and, it is. Yeah, and I know I've witnessed you do this, and my sister, Christina, she's phenomenal at this, uh, just, you know, really just learning to just be yourself with you know, only the filters of, of being respectful of others, but no filter to uh, appease other people Mm -hmm. and not making it a big deal and just pretending they should already know these things (laughs) and and just rolling with it. Because honestly, like if they're not going to ask, I'm not going to give them the whole thing, but I'll slide things Mm -hmm. in as they see, as I see fit. And I Mm -hmm. need to start practicing that because it's too stressful not to. And I think that it's going to be like, you give me that example of it reaches a point where you got to say something. Well, if you don't say something at that point, that relationship is going to go on for however long you live. Probably, Mm -hmm. um, either you're going to be in touch or you're going to know they're out there and like, know that you're going to talk to them eventually. And there's this anxiety of, they don't Mm -hmm. know me. And if they know me, they're going to reject me that I feel. Mm -hmm. And that anxiety is not worth it to hang on to. And it, kills it literally kills me and causes me so much pain so one of my resolutions is really to just start just being Mm -hmm. open and honest with people and not making it a big deal like casual stop making everything so serious
0: (laughs) yeah and it's easy to make it serious too and like especially when there's been a history there and I've kind of adopted the mindset and this isn't mm, this doesn't apply to all situations but it's like that space really has to be an earned space for that person to and and what I mean is like oh yeah you need to work so hard to like be a part of this conversation I'm having with you that's not it at all it's like a trust thing it's like yes you know oh there's been a situation where like yeah that like wasn't great and you know either my feelings were hurt, we talked about it or you know it's like okay well where you are in your life right now and where I am in in my life do those can those two things at this point in time coincide together is it valuable? Is it a value add to my life? Is it a value add to your life? It's like yeah, sometimes yeah. like no actually it's it's not very valuable for you to be in my time and space right now. Mm. and it may not be valuable for me to be in yours, yeah, because we have chosen very different paths or we have chosen different things and and having to be okay with that, and I think it's made it a lot easier. For me to make decisions like that because I have people like you in my life where it's like, yeah, I could just be myself and, you know, I really value you. You really value me. It's just like really easy to be together. It's just like I'm very fortunate and that I have a lot of friends who allow me to be myself. Yes. And I've added, I've been so thankful to add so many of those to my life in the last three years, but that has pushed out other relationships yeah. that really weren't, you know, meant to in this moment of my life, we're not adding yeah. value. We're not making me a better person.
1: Yeah. I think that's a really good point. And I think this is just something that's good for everybody to practice is thinking about which friendships do you feel the safest in and not safe that they enable you to just like have, be a be a bad person, but safe in that they love you, you trust them, and they're a safe space for feedback, sharing ideas, being open. And I too, like because of you and some other friends I have, have experienced what that looks like in this season of my life. And you're right; like it, it makes it all the more stark the difference in places where you don't feel welcome to share. And I think oftentimes, and I'm I'm sure I'm guilty of this with a lot of people too, but it's when the person across the table from you isn't actually wanting to know what's going on and they're dancing around, you know, the real situation. And again, I, I think I'm probably guilty of that with people too. I hope to not be moving forward, but uh, mm-hmm. certainly innocent here. But that is something that you're right. It needs to be earned and earned. All that means is just showing a genuine interest and being willing to listen. I think for me, that's really all it takes is, is that. And I've realized and I'm trying to get better at acknowledging the things I'm good at. So that's another resolution for next year is just continue to, um, acknowledge and not be ashamed of acknowledging strengths that you have, uh, which is kind of, this resolution is kind of triggered by my new job and some experiences I've realized like, Oh, I think I'm actually really good at this. And mm-hmm. I've never really been one to say that uh, outright and, and mean it and believe it because of imposter syndrome, but I really do see the the fruit of it and I have to believe it because it's right there in front of me. So with um, providing a safe space, I hope, and I, I think that I often at least am interested in hearing people out and always being curious and, and willing to listen to what they have to say. And that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I'm always going to respond well or that I always do it Mm -hmm. perfectly. But I do think that is something I do happen to have a bit of a strong suit in. So I can't keep, this is a boundary I need to draw. I can't keep providing that to people Mm -hmm. if they also provide the same to me in return. Yeah. Cause it, it can't be, can't be a one way street. No, not with close friendships. And, you know, we were talking, uh, Jackie Ned, and I earlier before we jumped into recordings, like we only have so much time as adults and we don't even have kids yet, but we like we're working full-time jobs. We've got other commitments outside of work. We've got uh, uh hobbies that we got to force we got to see too because that makes us us and we got to fill ourselves up we've got marriages we've got friendships we've you know there's only so much time for spending one-on-one time with people these days and bad reality but it is what it is and like you gotta i i need to get better at protecting that and oh i'm trying to be better man
0: Mm.
1: you are um you're an inspiration Mm. to me i'll say that
0: oh my gosh hey it's mutual same, same, same from you to me. I'm like, oh yeah. It's like, I can take time for self-care. I can, you know, and actually like practice it and take time to make decisions where, hey, they're, uh, my time is so precious, right? I'm going to be very selective about the people I choose it, to to spend it with. But also like, do I want to go do that right now? Do yeah. I want to? You no. Know? Mm. Dude, yes.
1: And like the last month, last month and a half have been really stressful and hard for both of us in different ways but like I have been yeah. like my uh my anxiety has been really triggered and like you know the first thing to go for me is reaching out to anybody proactively and responding to anybody <laughs> it's very hard for me to do when I have very limited emotional resources I'm trying to get better about being who I am and where I am just in any given moment and being less hard on myself I think because the reality is for me I'm not saying I don't want to get better or to critique myself to grow. I do still want to do that. But I think in order to get to a place where I can do that healthily, I need to kind of um, scale back because I am incredibly hard Mm -hmm. on myself to a point to where Mm. For me, when I'm hard on myself, what happens is I just have these thought spirals that are constantly rolling through my head. And all they do is cause me more anxiety and keep mm. me from doing anything that can help me grow yeah. or doing anything actually like practical to improve my situation mm. because I'm so I'm so overwhelmed mm-hmm. when I'm feeling bad about myself. So yeah, I'm really just trying to take the pressure off and let myself have bad days and bounce back faster by allowing myself to just feel it and, and then be better after that <laughs>
0: oh gosh like that's oh that's very wise I've been I've been trying to do something similar where it's like if I'm feeling really crappy it's like sitting in that feeling you know but not for too long just like acknowledging it I'm feeling this I control how I react to this um yeah I'm uh, that's great I'm I try. that's huge no I it's a good thing to try. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's a very good thing to try mindfulness that's what I was trying to say mindfulness is like just why I'm okay I'm in it I don't have to because I can get stuck in a cycle very easily as well where all of a sudden it's like situation happens that's all I can think about it's like why is that all I can think about it's like well I want to problem solve that there's no quick problem for that or there's no quick solution for that problem therefore you know I just need to let it go
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, it's not for me and for who I am, I spin my wheels way too much on things I'm anxious about that I do not deserve my time. And it's not beneficial for me to give them my time in the way I am right now. So like I said, I think I need to scale back so that I can learn to be kinder to myself while I'm critiquing myself to grow. Mm Mm-hmm because I don't really have the skill set to do that well right now. Um, I just like beat myself up in my head when I am, you know, failing at things or I perceive I'm failing at things and it's just a cycle that never improves. Uh, So yeah, that's definitely one of my, one of my goals for the year resolutions that I have like floating through my mind is how can I just, take things less seriously. And I'm not encouraging everybody to do that because some people just naturally don't take things that seriously. Like Connor, I'm not saying he doesn't care about the things around him, but he's very good at not assigning value to things that don't deserve it. And I am the opposite. Gosh. I want to be more like that. (laughs) I'm trying. He's amazing. But I, yeah, yeah, I, I'm not like that. (laughs) And I know neither of us are. So I'm trying, when I say take things less seriously, I mean, take it from like a 15 down to a 10. Like don't, Mm -hmm. Uh, don't go overdrive and kill yourself over things that don't really matter
0: that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm going to add that to my resolution list as well. It's a good one, right? Assigning less value to things that don't deserve that much value, like to begin with, just care yeah. less. And I think as a
1: caveat to that, what you said earlier about trying to like acknowledge the pain about things because sometimes the things that we give value to really are hurting us or like you know in friendships or Mm. things of that nature if there is a friendship that's no longer in a situation that it's providing value to either side it's hurtful and that does not feel good and it's okay to acknowledge that and then still work to to then say it's okay this happens to everybody Mm -hmm. this happens all the time um everything is seasonal in life It is, and then assign less value to it afterwards not to denigrate the relationship nothing to do with that but just to help you move on i think
0: yeah yeah it's important i agree oh it's like yeah it is extremely difficult to like not assign value to things that are profound in your life like wait but usually when I feel this intensely about something, like, I, it's very valuable to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, of course. So that's such a good reminder of like, yeah, it is going to be valuable to you, but it's like, how do you make that way less? Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. And it's definitely not an easy task. I look forward to seeing how we,
0: how we work (gasps) on that. Maybe we'll do an episode on that,
1: like, later mid-year so that we can check in and see how we're doing with that.
0: Yeah. We've got some good topics uh, brewing. I, I think have so them in my notes section on my iPhone, but.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. We do have some good ones. Uh, I'm in this really limiting chair right
0: now where <laughs> you can't spin around. I, if I, <laughs> yeah, if I like spin around, it's going to mess up the setup oh, of the mic dude. and it'll just be <laughs> horrible. And we'd have to set a new recording. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just, we'll get those to you later, you
1: guys. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be Let's great. just keep recording for now. Um, so I guess, yeah, I guess I feel like I did a pretty thorough year in review for me for the most part aside from just like fun more not surface level but like enjoy life things like
0: our trip was so fun to disney i think of disney often i we do need too. to go see mickey mouse again it
1: was so good our we had a trip to charleston oh, with friends God. last year
0: um, that was awesome. Connor and i
1: had a lovely trip i know you and ned went on some lovely trips it was just a really we good did. year to like go wow, out and experience the world with the people that I loved
0: I know I had I had some great memories too it was like last year was such a great year for travel and doing so many fun activities there was like yeah. just action-packed like every month and it was it was so much fun that was probably one of my favorite parts of last year was 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 the travel but definitely Disney that was dude dude what a vibe like it weirdly felt like we were there for like four days even though we were there for two because we did as much as you would in four days and two days we crushed it i'll be honest we did we did it right we did it right i'll say we that. absolutely and so if you haven't heard listen to our theme parks um episode second one number two you gotta you to go listen because we talk about disney and we talk about Hannah's amazing Disney strategy that she put together <laughs> and was the reason why we were able to do as much as we did in the two day, two day time frame. Now I get all this Disney content all over oh, my I social do. media and I'm like I've <laughs> got to go back. Like Ned gets it too. It's like they're well, yeah. they're calling us Mickeys. Look, all I'm saying is this year I'm
1: traveling a good bit for business, so I'm getting like a lot of points for travel. Oh my God i'll be using some of them for some other trips we got going on but look look if we make it to the end of the year and we have some pto left let's do it we got to do a very merry christmas i was gonna say it is the best Let's do it. Uh, we we have leftover funds so if we have leftover i mean come on let's do it
0: it'll be good motivation let's, for make sales. let's make it happen seriously <laughs> oh my gosh i would love to go back oh, oh man my it would make my heart so happy me too. That was, was pretty just such wonderful. a fun trip.
1: I think often about how, like, I know we've talked about this a bunch, but that was one of the first times I've taken a trip with friends that I had taken my whole life with my family, and I know same for you. Yeah, and it was really special to be like, oh, I, this is my chosen family, I and we know. get to do this together. Oh, I just got
0: teary eyed. I know. I I did too. I did too. I know it is. It is chosen family. Stop it. It Uh, I'm getting all emotional. It's so special. But I definitely recommend to
1: anybody out there, if you have like a really special trip you have taken with your family and you're open to going with friends, give it a try because you know, it was Disney for us. It could be something else for it's you, so but fun. that is something that we have adored since we were kids. In a very like, we love it for nostalgia, and then now we love it for the food and the rides and the the vibes. We're not entirely Disney adults, although we do love it. So we love you, Disney adults. It's like we get you. Right? We do understand yeah, you. I get it. Uh, but you know, whatever that trip may be for you, definitely give it a try because it was so special for us to get to share that it was together. So magical. It really was. And honestly, if you can do a four parks, actually five, because we went back to Epcot. So if you can do five parks in two days with your friends, then you're really friends.
0: That's all I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Like, you really are. Like, yes. If you could do that, like, no problems. That's impressive. Yeah. And conquer one of your biggest fears with your friends. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sometimes, like, if I'm ever doubting myself, I think back to that. And I'm like,
1: it it was amazing what you did. I look
0: back at those photos, and I'm like, I did that. And I get, did that, <laughs> and then immediately did everything else. I know, dude. I was it was like, incredible. Thank you. I I was very proud of myself. I want to go back. I actually have had dreams every now and then. I'm sure i'll have one tonight, of like oh, riding so. roller coasters. Like I was like on Everest the other day, and I was <gasps> loving it. Everest. I, I was like, God, I love Everest. I was like, Oh my God, what a great ride! I was so excited about oh, it. Me. I've had a few mm-hmm, dreams mm-hmm. like that. It's been nice.
1: That is a really nice dream. I know you roller coasters. Me, think the only time I've been at theme parks in my dreams I probably have some I don't remember but I have that reoccurring dream about like this haunted theme park that I keep oh. moving further and further back it's I've had this since I was a kid and like eventually I just end up like alone in an abandoned theme park whoa yeah, we can unpack that another time oh my god I have so I many start out with, like friends and end up with my family then I'm like on a ride and then everybody on the ride disappears and then yeah it's like this whole thing it sounds like a video game yeah, kind of. It sounds like The Last of Us or something like yeah, that, right? honestly. Oh, God. Um, it's a to come out. It's definitely a, oh, me
0: too. So, what happens then? Are you just like, I have, no, I have so many questions no, now. no, no right, you, you're good. So, you're just like, I picture like carnival kind of style. It's a mixture, so it's kind of it's it's
1: definitely a roller coaster park, but it has some of the carnival vibes to it. It's very shadowy, everything's very dark and as I move further back into the park and into the dream, I'll like always shift between different groups of people. My family's always involved one way or another, and I'll end up alone at the very back. There's this massive roller coaster on this wide open field, and it's dark and shadowy, and I'm like alone and nobody's there sometimes I'm on the on ride, the ride. Oh. sometimes I'm on the ride sometimes I'm like walking in between like the ride by myself like and it's like overgrown and yeah it gets Whoa. it gets really creepy same exact place uh in the dream yeah. the recurring yeah. dream same mm. that oh I just described is always the same and the the entrance is always the same um so yeah yeah and I've been having it since I was like a, a kid. I think maybe like a an early teen.
0: How often do you have that dream? Good
1: question. I don't think I've had it in a while. But you're gonna I've have had it tonight. You have to let maybe. me know tomorrow. I hope not. not. It's definitely like oh well. I hope Probably not, it's not very indicative of a good place in my life. But I but because I've seen it before, I might see it again. I don't know. But it definitely happens to me a good That's a good great. amount. There's this book. Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't think of the name of it right now, but there's this book I read in high school that I think kind of added flavor to this dream because it has a very similar vibe Mm -hmm. uh, from what I imagined from the book. Uh, That tone and vibe is almost like identical in my dream. Mm -hmm. And I'll have to look up. It's by Ray Bradbury, I believe. And I read it in 10th grade English and I loved the book, but it was very dark. And yeah. I, I don't know. Dreams are so fascinating.
0: They are so fascinating. I It's interesting. I'll have a dream, and then about a year or so later, I'll, like, see something. I saw my dream that I've never seen before. Like, it could be a neighborhood. It could be a building. And I'm, like, and it, I remember the dream I had. Like, yeah. I remember what happened. It's, like, so weird. But, like, nothing was, like, really happening like that in person. It was just, like, the landmark. Yeah. Isn't that That's- odd?
1: Really interesting. I've had deja vu moments. I haven't had a ton recently, but I used to get them a lot more like when I was younger and they're so weird every time.
0: So So weird. weird. And it's always that
1: initial feeling of why do I recognize this? And then you're like, whoa, (laughs) I know you're like, I've been in this moment.
0: Like it's so weird. weird. How do we do that? Is time a loop? i don't know
1: possibly this is why i'm saying like i don't know anything i don't think i know anything like i i'm not the definitive uh answerer of anything in the world but it's like there's some weird stuff going on that is one of them deja vu is a strange thing
0: it really is bizarre i've I've had it probably three or four times in the new year and it's just like seriously already Mm -hmm. already okay
1: can i challenge us to something you yes. specifically because wow. Um, can we do a dream corner if we have a good dream <gasps> when we record? Let's see. So it. you can share about dream it. Corner. You can talk about your deja vu if I have a weird I have weird yes. dreams all the time, but I'll need to wake up and see write them. it down because I forget them these days.
0: Um but yes, I think that'd be fun. too That would be so fun. Dude, I had a dream like I'm just gonna let's do, do a dream it, corner do it, right now, really it. quick. <clears throat> Welcome to dream corner. Dream Yep. That's exactly right. I feel now dream corners. Wonderful. I don't remember the dream exactly. So this is really first, this is a bad first dream corner. Um, the DC, this is a bad <laughs> first DC, but I had a dream that was so, I was like asleep for 20 minutes. Cause you dream, you dream like, like within a minute or two or something. crazy. Yeah, When you're afraid. in certain parts of your REM cycle, where you're like mm-hmm. almost awake. Don't
1: you always remember the ones that happened
0: to you early, like in the morning, right before you wake Mm -hmm. up? Yeah, it's just crazy. And I like went back to sleep and I dreamed like it was a dream as if it was going on for hours. It was it was pretty wild. And and, like I could remember it to a T. Like I remember like the people that were there. I remember the mission I was going on. Like it felt very like like real life. Like I haven't had a dream like that in years where it was like literally it felt like a whole day. I'd lived a whole day okay and then i woke up and i was wondering what just happened
1: i forget the term but were you able to like steer the dream in certain directions
0: um i think towards the end
1: okay yeah yeah that's always a crazy thing too is like when you're authoring your dream weird
0: yeah that is weird that's like a fun thing you're like i know i'm dreaming it's very fun oh gosh it's so not fun. everybody so, else I can do whatever else like i experience. Want. it's not something
1: most people have so we're i guess we're rare wow i guess we're
0: special a couple of we're special fours all. um hmm. well three wing four on my, on my behalf but an association. Got than you, yeah. I definitely do. Uh, and shoot, shoot, I was going to tell you something. Else. Okay, you were saying
1: it was a full day dream. You haven't had one of those in a while. I haven't. Hmm. And
0: you remember the people. You remember the place. Hmm. Oh, okay. I don't remember the dream really, which is this is a terrible. I'm I'm going to reiterate my reiterate it here. Terrible first dream corner, but I did. Okay, I just want to talk about g- dreams just in general. I'm just going to be really generic and high level about this but people would tell me for years right that they'd have flying dreams like where they were flying yep I have only had one dream like that in my life and it was last year and it was one of the coolest things I've ever done that's awesome because like I literally I would move my arms down as if I was swimming in a pool but I just kept going higher and higher but I knew I was dreaming but I was like this is awesome so I'm gonna stay in it and I was, was so like,
1: cool. and I was just like, and I was like, "That never, oh, dude, I've had falling dreams, like where I, oh gosh,
0: you wait, do you wake up like this? Uh, that's yeah, like or, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: I think I had one of those like last week. Yeah, those are what? weird. Dreaming sometimes, Yikes. Oh my god, <laughs> not that often, but there have been times I've we'll woken up like screaming, just like what the fuck. I don't know if it's happened since we've been married. Also, he, no, it definitely hasn't because he would tell me, but it." It has definitely happened in my life before where I'm like, oh, because I I had one dream one time where my brother died and I was weeping in the dream and woke up weeping and screaming.
0: That's a scary dream to wake up crying. That is like...
1: It was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. I will never forget that dream because it was singular. I haven't had it again or before. Um, And then I, and it was so realistic. It's like, those are the ones you always, Mm -hmm. like when you wake up and you think what just happened happened and it takes a couple minutes to realize that was just a dream. Those are, whether they're good dreams or bad dreams, those are so disorienting. Very because it feels so real. Oh geez. But yeah, mostly just uh falling for me, like falling off a building. I have a lot of nightmares. So like falling off a building or getting pushed off something. I don't know, stuff like that.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not good. (laughs) Scary. Scary. Yeah. Wow. It's funny
1: though, like I I also have this dumbest, stupidest, like nothing dreams also. So I have nightmares. I I just have a lot of dreams. Just a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Same, same. I need to like write them down. Not a lot that I like remember, but I do dream like a lot. I dream like every night just about.
1: Yeah, I think I do too, but I remember them better when I sleep in. So when I have the chance Mm -hmm. to sleep in, I remember because they're fresh when I wake up, but then I forget them almost immediately. So that's why I want to challenge us so that we can write them down and even if it's just the high points and then we can just like talk about the funny ones or the ones that are interesting.
0: Yeah. That's fun. Oh, yeah. One time when I was a kid, real quick, I had a dream that my parents like I woke up to like this green poisonous gas in our house. Oh, and I ran into their bedroom, but it was like broad daylight. Ran into their bedroom, and they both had turned into mattress sheep. Like, and what I mean by that are the From mat- the commercial. Yes, but the like Serta ones. Yes, I don't know. but here it gets worse. Not even like the characters, like they were like the stuffed animal, like. Like life size versions of those. And I was like, I like ran down the street to like, I was probably, oh my God, how old was I? So scary in the dream. I, but I was six I think I was six or seven. It was hilarious. Oh and I God, like Jackie. was running around the neighborhood, like knocking on people's doors to come help me, but like nobody was believing me. And I woke up and I had tears streaming down my face. Yes, life. that's terrifying. I was so scared. That's so scary. I know. Terrifying. Is that
1: yeah no that's <laughs> horrifying and it's funny to think about like yeah what what in your brain
0: happened to have your parents turn to stuffed animal sheep uh but, but know, we'll never dude. know i think just weird like those that. commercials would like they were always playing though that's they, were. Sure. They, they were, did, they, yeah. ah, they, really were. Mm,
1: they were always playing yeah yeah they really were man well we love dreams we'll talk more about dreams i guess yeah. so Enough the dream
0: corner <laughs> yeah.
1: dream corner over ceased over So resolutions, we've talked about a couple. Are there any more that come to mind for you or just any goals or things you have in mind for next year?
0: Definitely. I think just being healthier. What I mean by that is not, oh, I'm going to eat healthy all the time. I'm going to work out all the time. It's like, what do I need to do to like just take care of myself? Yeah. And I've been making small steps at that. You go, girl on monday i took a mental health day i think i told you about that yeah i'm so proud I, of you thank you so much um and i went i had a facial yes which was awesome and my other friend erica from work she also did the same thing she also took the day off went shared a picture of margaritas it was wonderful
1: oh and that sounds so good
0: it was amazing and then we went and got facials and it was like awesome except the lady that massaged my back my neck she like really really was going at it and. It's still a little bit stiff. It hurts Ooh, a little. Yeah, some deep tissue. <sighs> some deep tissue. I went to the place, the Natural Body Spa, where we go. Oh yeah, that's Is where, that where you have done. Yeah, you for real. I yeah. just
1: got a massage there recently. Oh, did you? But I, yeah, I did deep tissue, and they were they they like applied pressure, which I like. Did you in have my deep tissue? Have
0: massage? Salona? I don't think so. Oh. Yeah, Man, she was going hard in the pain. I didn't get a facial there though. How was that? My first facial. Okay. But let me I tell only you, sixty minutes went by so fast. But I'll tell you, my skin, like, I will go back and do it again. Which one did you get? Did you get a hydrofacial? I got the signature one. Oh, okay. And, and I, I don't know, but whatever they did, they, like, put a ton of scrub on my face. They massaged my face. Oh, okay. They took, like, stuff out of my pores. They did the whole thing. And, and my Ooh, skin, now, like, those... Very soft, um, but I love I that. Love, place. okay, I do too. I went for a massage first because
1: some really lovely friends of mine from my old company gave me a gift card when my grandfather passed away last year, and I finally, mm. in between jobs, was like, I need to use this. So I went to get a massage, and then I saw that they had somebody doing Botox, and I was like, hmm. And then really love her, so I went. I went there and told Jackie about that, but yeah, I went. Yeah. I just, and then they have, they've got like, I have i don't think I'll go for my nails, but I love that they have all those little pockets of things they can provide. I no. think it's great. And it smells so, amazing in there. And
0: now Erica is going to go. Oh, look at that. I know. It's like, it's like at the, the, the chain of the natural body spa. It's like, yes. yes. Well, natural body spa, you're doing a great
1: job and this is proof. Oh, We're coming back.
0: I need I to get a facial
1: truly. So that's good to know because I've been thinking about, I want to make that something I do like quarterly because I that's
0: what I said, I literally said, I want to do it quarterly. I'll go with you next time you go. Yes, let's do it. Let's because do
1: it. I, um, I want to like sort of be in the healthier vein
0: too, but I want you to finish your thought and then I'll um, get into mine cause it's a little oh my different. Gosh, yeah. yeah um so I've just been trying to be a little bit more mindful of like how I'm feeling like I'm gonna pick up some magnesium today because I think I need to oh you too Yeah, I'll get into oh. all the supplements I'm taking later oh <laughs> hell yeah okay let's talk about it because straight up I think like something like with my hormones is like off balance I'm like on I am on birth control and I think like that has a lot to do with it sure. I got off of it a while ago because I was feeling so bad got back on it and, um, I was like doing some research and I was, uh, talking to a friend and they were like, Hey, like you need magnesium to like support, you know, cause apparently that depletes you. Like if you don't have, I don't know, I don't know, but I was like, sweet, can't hurt, <laughs> can't hurt. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, I gotta like do a little something to take care of myself a little bit better and drink more water and be outside and all that. Oh, so- that's a
1: huge one being outside.
0: Yeah, so I had this experience
1: recently (laughs) where, uh, well, I think I mentioned this maybe even at the end of last year where I, okay, I'd been on, tretinoin and Mm spironolactone, to help with my hormonal acne for because I don't have like true acne. I would just get one of those big cystic pimples every month on my period for my entire since I started my period at thirteen, and they're awful because they pop up and then they barely go away by the time the next month rolls around, then they pop right back up. And like, they're just so painful and they make me feel so like insecure about my face because you can't cover them up. They're just like Mm -hmm. raised and they look awful. Anyway, I had not had one. I don't think at all. I'd had like maybe a whitehead here and there, but like a true, like it goes away immediately kind of whitehead. I hadn't Mm -hmm. had one in like the past four years. And then in the winter, my face started to really get dry and react to... Mm -hmm. The I guess, I don't know because I'd been using it for four or not Spernolactone. I'd been using Tretinoin for four years and all of a sudden my face started getting dry and crusty. It was weird. Hmm. So I went off of it completely and have just hmm. been focusing on like not using any sort of exfoliant and hydrating my face. And then I, it, it came back with a vengeance and, in. January, I had like multiple hormonal pimples pop up, and they were so painful, and they were still like I still have scars from them. Like I thought I was done with this, so I got back on spironolactone and I started using retinol again. And I also looked up, and I'd also noticed this is a little bit of a tangent, but I had noticed that I had a wrinkle on my eyelid, and I was like, "What? I'm getting old." I was like, (laughs) "No." So no. I immediately Google supplements that help with aging. And I found like a ton of different supplements because I know that my diet, like it's not bad, but it's definitely not getting everything that I need. Mm-hmm. And especially with working full time and now commuting and all this stuff, like I don't have the brain space to be thinking about every single supplement I need. Like sure. I can think about eating healthy and trying to get a balanced diet, but there's certain things I'm like, I just can't think about making sure I have enough magnesium in my diet. So I ordered like everyone I can imagine. And I have this big pill box and I take like 10 pills in the morning and 10 at night. And that's what's up. That's it's, what's up. it's been great. I just started doing it like two weeks ago. So we'll, I'll keep you posted on how is I feel. Well, it is. thank you. I have been back on retinol and I've had a little bit of like the retinol uglies of the skin peeling and like a little bit of like whiteheads popping up, but that's what happens when you get back on it. And that should go away soon. And I'm just glad to be back on a regimen because I just felt like my skin looked so dull and gross for the last couple months when I wasn't exfoliating. Mm. And I knew I had to do it, but it was not fun for me. So anyway, all that to say, I sort of have a similar goal for this year is just to like also be more mindful about how to take care of myself, namely with – things like nutrition. And Mm -hmm. I don't, again, in the same way, I'm not looking to go on a diet per se. Not that diets are bad. They're just Mm -mm. kind of triggering for me. So I can't really do a specific diet. That's just for me. But- I can make sure that I'm getting the supplements and the amount of protein, mm-hmm. and you know, eating enough of the right things. So that's a really good thing for me to think about. Like, yes, you need to eat, and you need to eat enough of the right things. Mm-hmm. Um, so keeping that in mind, and then skincare, and then trying to, like I said, do facials monthly. And now that I'm working in an office
0: setting I'm realizing it's harder for me to like get outside I don't know why dude I understand it's it is hard to get outside it's just yeah. there's just stuff like to do and you get caught yes. up and you get caught up in projects and you get caught up talking to people and I had a plan today to go on a walk and then before I knew it it was four o'clock yep and, and I was I'm like, like what
1: like- the heck I'm now like remembering, because I'm so busy at work, that I'm remembering, like really thinking back on our conversation about our work styles and stuff. I'm like, no, I am the type that I will not realize that I haven't gotten up. I'll get distracted and hop from task to task, but I mm-hmm. will like work straight for hours if I have enough going on. And if you're not careful, that leads mm-hmm. to not walking around or yeah. get, even getting up from my desk, which mm-hmm. has been really bad for me. Um, so yeah, that's a goal. For this year too, so we can keep each other accountable for that one.
0: Heck yeah, we we got this. We got. We're gonna make it happen. Nutrition station. I think so.
1: It's gonna be Um, good.
0: No doubt. I agree. Any other us?
1: Any other ones you got coming?
0: Um, not necessarily. I think I kind of touched on everything. Like, I don't really have any hard goals for myself. It's more of like a lifestyle. Like, it's like all right, care less about these things focus on my health and well-being yeah um I read a lot of books last year so I want to I want to keep that up this year yes I I, um I just started Verity okay yes yes so I've been hearing about that book for like forever and um yeah so I'll let you know how it goes I'm I'm, I'm not far in it whatsoever so please do I'm
1: probably going to start listening to more books because of commuting again. Yeah, and thanks. I, I like listening to podcasts or books, so I'll probably start doing that again and hopefully have time to like physically read as well. But, uh, especially on trips that I take, that's definitely yeah. going to be a goal of mine, but can't wait to hear what you think about the book. I, um, I, 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 you know. I have two quick ones. One is like, a a stretch goal for me that I would love to do, but we'll see, um, is to just outline. I think I've told you this to outline mm-hmm book. Uh, I am not much of a fiction writer, but I'm going to try to take like inspired events and see what I can do and just outline something. If I fill in the outline, fine. If not, fine. If I don't, <laughs> do it, you know, whatever, as long as I try to do something and I'll probably procrastinate till December. But if I even do it in December, that's okay. Um, uh,
0: but this I is yeah.
1: telling you guys that that's a goal. Uh, and I have some ideas. I I told Jackie when this happened, but I was lying in bed, not able to fall asleep one night. And I just like in my head was writing the first chapter of a book about my life. And I had the like themes I wanted to tie in and like all this stuff and the um kind of the structure already in my head before I started like writing it. I was like, I wish I could have just captured that and put it down. But I I'm trying to like write down when I have inspired moments or when I'm in my feels, uh write things down in my notes so that I can kind of pull all of that smart
0: together. eventually um I went antiquing the other day at Queen I of, Queen oh. of no but you're like the second person in the last week that's told me I need to go we gotta go let's go together I they, a woman, looked up to me that worked there, and was
1: so moved that I was buying things. She's like, "I'm so grateful to see someone of your age. I don't often see people of your age in here. Really, I'm just glad to see that you're not buying just disp- what I call disposable furniture. I was like, uh-huh. Well, I'm finally in a place where I can afford this stuff, so I'm really glad to be here." Yeah. I love- Disposable furniture anymore either, but yeah. Her first question was, "Are is this for a movie set or is this for your home?"
0: (laughs) I was like, like, (laughs) "Oh,
1: I wish it was a movie set, yeah, but also I wish it was my home." But yes, we got to go. It was so fun. oh
0: dude, we'll make it happen. So many cool
1: things that I can't wait to show you.
0: Yes,
1: there's nothing better than so freaking excited, dude. Find love for us. That's a like side (sighs) goal for me this year is to like slowly replace things in my home with antiques
0: whether that be like I can help support that goal I absolutely love antiquing it's so much fun and you can find so many cool pieces oh it's the best I love timeless I mean everything that we've got like antiqued over the years um like it's been they've been great like timeless pieces that we haven't gotten rid of. Exactly.
1: And it's, it goes along the lines of, I know both of us are a little eclectic and being able to mix different styles together really makes like a more complex design. And I love that. So being able to have different time periods of things somehow put together is just fun. I love
0: it. Oh, I love it, too. It's so exciting. It's, it's going to it's be a great 2024, you guys. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's all to a great start.
1: It is. And and I know my very last one is just travel. I want to continue to yes. travel, travel travel, this year. I'm mm-hmm. traveling a lot for work. And then Connor and I are going to um, Vegas. I'm going for a conference in oh, late March. Yay. And he's going to come with me. And we're going to stay for the weekend. Oh. Then a week later, we're going on that cruise with my family. Oh. Then we've got like a ton, the onslaught of weddings, um, coming up and, which is exciting. And then, um, we're thinking about doing like a, a trip the week of my birth. So fourth of July week to like an all-inclusive oh. resort with friends. If you got oh. like, you know, like just
0: open invite, um, okay. to Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, I'm packing my bags. Yes. That's yes. going to be fun, dude. Uh, we have not decided
1: on that yet, but huh. really. And then I am probably taking a trip with work later this year that I'll extend with my parents and Connor in Europe and well dude, this is like the big three-o,
0: too. So I know. I know. We 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 gotta be there, man. to make mean, it happen.
1: Uh, yeah. I think it's gonna be great. And and Mike and Nikki, Nikki's birthday is the week before mine. So she's like, oh. let's do it. Um so it's oh oh, the like leading idea right now is to to go to a resort. And that sounds so fun to me after like a stressful year. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's an idea, but really, yeah, just to, to continue to take advantage of the season of life that I'm in and enjoy it. That's it. That's all I, I have. For this year. And
0: you're going to Europe. That's like, just sounds like such a great year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it should Dude. be. I, those are the things I look forward to and things like podcasting and stuff like that, that makes the hard work worth it. And I try to keep my eye on that prize, but honestly, I'm traveling more with work in this new job. And I kind of love that too, because it breaks up the monotony of Mm -hmm. the everyday tasks that can happen in sales and allows there to be some variety of my experience. And that is a lot better for me. I did travel some with my last job. And while the trips are exhausting, they're really good for the job specific, for sales specifically to be at a conference, but also like it's, it's nice to get out of your routine every once in a while. So. Yeah, it's good. So I feel like you and I have a great 2024 coming up. I completely agree. It's going to be so good. Ah. Not without its hardships, because that's life. <sighs> of course. But we're going to be it sitting is. here in a year in March, doing our March resolution. The good,
0: yeah, we'll be back a year from now. The Goods and the The Hearts Goods and the Resolutions. Um, yes. I, don't
1: you know that's what that's what the Irish do? Um, yes. Yes. Is- <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, we'll be sitting here, we'll be talking about the things that were challenging and the things that were
0: good and the weird yeah. dreams we had and it's gonna be great. Oh, it's gonna be fabulous and just appreciate you guys and ready for a good ish year. <laughs> me too, me too. Well, okay, do we have a carry out from today? Oh carry out. My carry lay, 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 lay. out is Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I think my carry my carry out is oh gosh keep on keeping on baby let's go I ain't got nothing I, I ain't I got nothing at all I'm gonna watch love is blind after this I'm very excited oh, right. love this. for you
1: yes. so good I've heard the season's really good I haven't it watched is it. and then he was telling me come out tonight oh girl I need to get Connor into it he's like hard to hook into those things but he loves me so we'll see what I can do I think he'll cool vibe with it I think I think it'll be good you watched season one with me, so we'll see. Oh, I haven't watched any it. other seasons. I tried to watch season two and got bored, but um, I've heard this one is a banger.
0: This one is a good one. Um, what's your out? So I think similar,
1: but really just to remind myself and remind others, like my biggest resolution for this year is just like, Stop applying pressure to things that don't deserve it. Like,
0: Mm -hmm. release
1: yourself. (laughs) Take the weight off. Take that weight off, and like, Mm. and apply it to what matters. Uh, That is what's important to me, and I what I need to keep remembering. Um, A couple housekeeping things first. I know we were talking about doing a product recommendation corner, which I'm just going to go ahead and
0: say magnesium is what we're going to recommend. Let's do it. We both talked about it today. I think I think that that's appropriate
1: a dream journal and magnesium. Uh, those are the two things that we will sponsor yeah. without an ad. Uh, the next things are, it is a new year. As we all know, the year starts in March and yes. we need your recommendations for what you want to hear from us. So please, please, please email us at goodish people or goodish people at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at goodish and send us a DM. Like we really want to hear from you. So uh Yeah, that's Please. that's my housekeeping stuff, Jackie. Anything housekeeping on your end?
0: Mm. Stay cool. That was really lame. Stay cool, goodish people. Cool cucumber, goodish yes, people, yes. people. I don't have any <laughs> housekeeping items. I think I'm I'm good. Everybody, keep it up. You know, keep just doing happy good job. to be. Yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Honestly. Oh, a slipper fell.
1: All right, dude. Well, we love you, goodish people. Thank you for listening to us ramble, and thank you for catching up with us as we were catching up with each other.
0: Yes. After
1: February and February gross. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Say <laughs> so that again. That was great. Dumpuary. Dump
1: mm-hmm. That's what they call a lot of people that like talk in the film industry, including a podcast I listen to. Shout out the Big Picture. They call the movies that come out in January Dumpuary because they oh wow they, <laughs> the studios dump their worst movies in January. Dumpuary.
0: <laughs> I love it. Dumpuary and, wary and st- Stinky everywhere. Stinky Town. Stinky Town. On that Ugh. note,
1: catch you later, good people. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.